0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Of the pajama party, and am money host Papa DJ I'm here with kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Bonsoir. Friday night. How's everybody doing?
3: Fine. How you and, doing? How you
2: doing? Uh, I'm fantastic. All right. Ooh, Friday night. The work week is done.
3: Is it really? (laughs)
2: Well, for some people, Mm. you know, not for everybody, but for
3: some of us. Okay.
0: Ooh, what
3: a weekend! Yeah, this pandemic thing is a is a mess. Or
0: trying
3: to tell you,
2: Uh, you know, we're gonna have to talk about it tonight.
3: Yep, you got that right. Gonna have to talk about it. Oh
2: boy! Well, let's. Let's get it cracking. Uh, All right. Who's, who's got the rundown tonight? Kel, you got it, or do I roll with it?
3: You roll with it. Roll with it.
2: All right. Let's get the rundown. But tonight, we've got hot topics. Trump signed a $2 trillion coronavirus bill into law. The U.S. has the most confirmed Ooh. coronavirus cases worldwide. And D.C. mayor says that uh, the amount of money allocated for coronavirus is infuriating for D.C. You know, she, she's not happy about that. Also, wow. we've got hit it and quit it. We've got a Texas lieutenant governor who's suggesting that grandparents are willing to die for the U.S. economy.
1: Uh, wow. sudden
2: surge in gun sales. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. And YouTube mm-hmm. says they're going to reduce video quality worldwide. To keep up with the demand, you know, with all these people being home. Uh, we got What's Poppin' with Papa Didi. And the weird news, we got scientists growing many brains from patient skin cells. Happy Dog sprains his tail. And elephants cannot hold their liquor.
3: Uh, wow. We got
2: I'm wow. Just Saying with Red wine, a refund is due.
3: <laughs> Living mm-hmm. for the
2: City with Papa Didi. Kettles Hollywood Wrap-Up, Cocktail of the Week, Kiss It List, and we're going to wrap it up with the last words. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we're going to take a quick break so we can get recalibrated, and then we're about to get this thing going. Y'all about ready? Everybody ready? Ready. Clank it up. We'll We'll be right back on the other side of the break. This is Red Wine, and you're listening to WPJP, Block Talk Radio, Pajama Party. Check out my commentary. I like to call it, I'm Just Saying, because sometimes I am just saying. It's just my opinion. It's what I think. Hey, you don't have to agree, but if you disagree, call us up, 914-803-4306. Hey, don't forget, they
3: can catch us on uh, Twitter also, at uh, apajamaparty.com, too. What's the number, Pops?
1: 914 803 4306. I don't know how I got in this studio. Red Wine uh, came in here by himself, and me and Kettle just happened to come here and catch her stealing the air time. As usual. I was trying to do my own promo, and y'all just
0: happened to show up on the you tell what time? Oh, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Mountain Time, 7 o'clock Central Time.
3: No,
1: that's wrong. And six o'clock Western <laughs> time, <town. laughs> East West Coast time. Right, okay. right. Either way. So if you're
3: out. in California, call us at six six p.m. Seven o'clock if you're hanging out in Colorado somewhere.
1: Seven o'clock. That's Central time. See, now it's you got it all. Seven, to do that. seven o'clock if you're in. Okay, uh, hey, it's nine o'clock Eastern. Don't feel the Figure out where you are.
2: Check
1: your watch.
0: Nine right. o'clock Eastern. Yeah. Right. Okay. Check us out. Nine o'clock
1: Eastern, Eastern. Standard Time. 9:15 CP time, right? You know yep,
0: say? that's
1: right. It's CP true. time 9:15. There you go. All right. All right, bartender. Is it? Hey. Bartender. Hey, is that Mr. Love. Hey, come on, Mr. Love, Mr.
0: Bartender. I was trying to jiggle my ice, and my glass was filling.
1: All right, well, b- Welcome back to a John Party when he hosts uh, Papa Didi and River Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir,
3: darling. Come on, vous you. <laughs> <man>. You <Why? laughs> you Okay. What the hell are y'all doing? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. All oh, right, special. I not know. Hmm. Well,
2: it's time for the hot topics, and uh, Papa Didi, you're up first. Let's get into it. I know it's all Corona, Corona. What you got oh, for us, uh, Papa
1: Didi? King Corona. <laughs> Me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Uh, uh, let's see here. Trump signs a two trillion dollar. You know how much two trillion is? Oh my God.
3: That's a twelve zeros, I believe.
1: Yeah, it's a hundred. It's, it's one hundred billion. One hundred billion. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money A lot of money I'm trying to figure where Where is all this money Going to go You know what, Where, when, and how Alright so Trump on Friday Which is the day signed a massive Two trillion dollar Emergency spending bill Into law Okay Which uh, Policy makers hope Will will, uh, will blunt Some of the uh, Corona epidemic uh, Economical uh, Fallout And Uh his signature came just hours after the House of Representatives passed the measure by a voice vote in less than uh, 48 hours after received received uh, unanimous approval in the Senate. Now, uh, the White House Treasury Secretary, uh, Small Business Association, and other agencies uh, must uh, rush to try to, to flood the uh, economy with money under the new law. All right, The law authorizes the Treasury to... Uh, twelve hundred dollar payments to uh millions of Americans and uh create programs to disperse close to uh the one trillion dollars in business loans and uh things of this nature guaranteed to millions of car to large and small companies throughout the entire economy. Um let's see they also uh We'll be sending out different uh, school grants and things of this nature to different uh, schools in order to get them kick-started once school gets back for supplies and things of this nature. So a lot of things involved. It's a lot of stuff involved. I don't know. I guess we could probably take some comments on this because it seems to be quite uh, controversial according to a lot of people, including myself, you know, it's like you know, reckless money. I don't know what what reckless money ever put saved the day on. You know, and then then you it's not clear of who's getting what and what not you're listed, but anything as far as having an account or either direct deposit or um, getting mail a check or number much it's, it's saying something of what your income is, but it's just it's just reckless. I mean, I don't know how you can pinpoint people like that all of a sudden, you know, and, and cover stuff and you know, you seem like you're trying to do something, but in the back end that's a lot of money. And who's controlling who's con controlling the the uh who's got control of that money? You know what I mean? That money's never gonna yeah, be spent like question. that. You can't spend that money that's money that much money in a lifetime. No matter what you put it on. And then, you know if we elaborate on it a little bit, you know, Small, everybody says small businesses, but in some cases, you know, small businesses are full of crap, you know, because a lot of them are complaining about, you know, uh, their minimum wage going up to $15, and this was like going to go into effect in about three years. And they're, they're bitching and complaining now. And a lot of restaurant people that have uh, servers and all, you know, they don't they don't make a lot of money at all. They make tips and things, that stuff, but then they complain about that. Now instead of uh, making sure the servers get what they're supposed to get, they don't want them to have anything. But now you want to help them out even more. as they not complain about a raise for the servers. I mean, what's, what what difference does that make? That's that's crazy. You're not you're not offering them the medical benefits, and you are bitching about a, a server getting a raise. And you don't tell a server how much your your restaurant made that night. Server just comes in and do what they got to do to make their money, but they ain't got a clue that you pocketed fifteen thousand between seven PM and let's say uh, one o'clock in the morning.
0: Right.
1: You know, the server didn't make no damn fifteen thousand. You know, true. but uh but now you're gonna send all these different businesses a check and I tell people too, if you are if you are a server out there, you need to be filed for unemployment. You know, if restaurants and stuff is closed right now and you're and you're not working based on a restaurant or something you was working in, you need to file unemployment. And you go online and do it. You ain't got to go to the office. Just go online. Unemployment list down. If they got you listed, if they got you. They're gonna they gonna turn your name into Internal Revenue at the end of the year, as far as their laws are concerned for them. So why don't you take advantage of that situation by saying, "Yeah, I've been out for such and such time frame." Even if you get the basic unemployment from them, at least you're obligated. To, they're obligated to pay you something because they're gonna get paid. Any any swinging. Swinging the uh, restaurant out here today is going to get paid some money. Restaurant, any, any store, anybody that applies, they're going to get paid out. That's a lot of money. $2 trillion is a lot. That's $100 billion times 200 They It takes $100 billion to make a trillion, and they got $2 trillion. That's
3: a lot of money. So
1: where is this money coming from? Who's paying it back? Where are they pulling it from? Was it just imagine See, this is a question
2: that I raised once before when they Grace. were even projecting how much they were going to infuse the economy with, as they're saying. My question was, where is this coming from? Because when you look at the number of programs that are underfunded or unfunded because the government is crying broke, we can't do this, we can't do that because we don't have the money. They can't give elderly people what they need because they don't have any money. You know, everything always is we can't do what we need to for the people that really need help in this country. Is always we just don't have the money. But then this hits, and all of a sudden you can pull $2 trillion out of a hat. You know, that tells me that this money was somewhere before. Now, I wonder how much of this is coming from Trump's wall, or is that still going to happen? Oh, please,
1: that, 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 that's a whole of money. Is that dead in money. the water
2: now, or that's what? No, nah,
1: not hardly. That's a whole <laughs> other set of money. This, this, this is a whole other set of money. They vote on this uh, individually. What's that got to do? They got to do it. That's money already spent. No, I'm just
2: asking. Like for the for projects that require a large sum of money, when they keep crying broke any other time, but then when something that comes up that somebody decides, okay, this we got to come up with the money for, you get it from somewhere. They can't just go down to the mint and start printing
3: it. Yes, they can. They, they might be. That's but the if, if
1: yes, they can.
3: But most of the time they don't. Because if you print it from the mint, then how you, you have to put it into the economy to circulate it. It's going to make it worse. So when they say they have a deficit, sure. It sounds easy to go print money and we can close that gap. It doesn't happen that way. I think this money is coming from the defense. They have so much money in the defense area that they probably pull from that, and from Definitely. what I know from the information that I've gotten, if you filled uh you filed your taxes last year, you will get a portion of this money if it's twelve hundred and depending on if you have a family twenty four hundred um some people are just getting only five hundred, so I guess it depends on what your status is so
2: Right, and some people are not getting any. If they make over, what, seventy four, seventy five thousand, 75000 they won't be getting anything.
1: Yeah, but what I guess sense does think- that make? The movie there not working at the time. And what that's the thing. That was-
2: it doesn't make any sense.
1: And $2, two, two trillion is enough to give everybody some money. So what the hell? Why would you even have any restrictions on it at all?
2: That's what they came up with. They're going to help the businesses, big business, small business, yeah, right. some of these different industries. But they decided that if you're – and what I'm not clear on is do they mean your adjusted gross income after all your deductions, or are they talking about your gross income? Like when you fill out what do you make per year, okay, that's your gross. After you deduct whatever you can legally for your taxes, that's your adjusted gross income. So I don't know which one they're going by, but I agree with you, Papa Didi. Why is that even part of the, of the plan? Hmm. If anything, if you're going to do it based on income levels, then use some kind of sliding scale. But to just say anybody who makes over this amount gets nothing?
1: Yeah. And what may, why did you stop at 74? Why, why 74? Why didn't you go as high as 100
2: what the hell is 74? 74, 74 ain't 75, no but yeah, they, they decided that. Still ain't that's no the money, threshold. if
1: somebody making 74 and they, and they lost their job right now, then there ain't no 74,000 coming in.
2: Especially if you live in a city where the cost of living is through the roof.
1: If you I live in good. New
2: York, D.C., no Los Angeles, San Francisco, uh, maybe a few other cities that are very expensive to live in, that 75 is not a lot of money, like you said.
1: I just think about the time Trump leaves office, he's going to be rich as hell because he's going to get the backdrops of all this little money laying around, and it's just going to be, you know, but, but what, can one, what can one man have, you know, in life, you know, the abundance you think you're your collecting or the abundance you think you're grabbing, you know, we live in this world and we die. There's really no in-between except the life we put in between, but but walking away with a bunch of money and calling yourself a billionaire like this and this and this and that—that that means nothing, you know what I mean? Because all you need is little, one little taste of something of any type of adverse disease to take you out of here. So it's kind of well, it's funny how much you should mention you should
2: about that. walking away with money. <clears throat> Excuse me, because part of the debate that took so long for the House and the Senate to agree on this bill is because the Democrats wanted to make sure there was a provision included that said that none of Trump's businesses can get any of this money, regardless to how bad business has been, how much money they've lost or gone in the hole, whatever. They were saying that the president's businesses cannot profit or get any of this money or however they termed it. But that was what one of the biggest bones of contention was. And they went round and around, because I guess the Republicans were basically like, we don't see the problem. And the Democrats were like, well, then you need to open your eyes a little further, because this would be a problem. You can't sign a bill that bails out businesses, and you're benefiting from it. That's That's just not ethical. So they finally, I don't know what the final wording was, but I know that was one of the things that the Democrats were fighting to get removed from that bill. So
3: we shall see. Hmm. Interesting. A mess. A mess. A mess. Yeah. But he that's you know, he claims he doesn't have no control over his businesses and is under his uh sons, but we all know that's a lie. So hmm. he would be profitable exactly. from it. Yeah, so Yep. Crazy, crazy, crazy world.
2: You would have to be a fool to turn those businesses over to Tweedledee and
3: Tweedledum yeah.
2: and act like your hands are off of it. Give me a break.
3: If anything, he would trust his daughter. He wouldn't trust his son because they wouldn't know how they they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Her hand's a fool trying to keep her hands on her husband's money. He's got nine, he got a bunch of dope also, so.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's why she's staying close. You don't hear too much about them no more. They used to be out out there in the media, but you don't. Everything is hush hush now. Very quiet.
2: Well, anytime I hear something about her, it's usually because she did something stupid. Like I saw something this week. They were talking about how she got on. She must have gotten and posted something on social media about. Uh, the kids washing their hands or something, and she was talking about some particular soap that costs like $40 a bar, mm. you know, for one bar of soap. And she made some issue or whatever, mentioned it or something. So, of course, people just, you know, rode her out, out of town on social media about this $40 soap. When here you got people not working, people can't pay their bills, and you're going to get on social media talking about how your kids wash their hands with $40 soap. So that's usually when she pops her head up is when it's something stupid, and then she goes back underground. Mm, mm,
3: mm. Wow. Crazy.
2: Well, i got one more for you while we're on the topic of coronavirus. Corona. Are you going to sing every time we do it?
1: Oh, boy. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard.
2: Please help us. Okay, the U.S. hit a grim milestone. As of today, well, as of yesterday, we were the country with the highest number of confirmed coronavirus cases. But as of today, the United States has just a little over 100,000 reported cases across all 50 states and U.S. territories. This thing is everywhere. According to data compiled by John Hopkins University, uh, that's who pulled those stats together, and they're saying that now our numbers have surpassed China and Italy's uh, case totals, where they previously had the highest. The next highest cases are Spain, France, Germany, and Iran. So more than 1,000 people in the U.S. have died from COVID-19 so far, And several countries still have more deaths linked to the virus than the U.S., including Italy, Spain, China, Iran, France, uh, and that's according to the World Health Organization. Now the real problem is in New York City, where they are saying it's the epicenter of the virus. And on a side note, I just read something else this evening that said Rhode Island uh, police are watching out for people that are trying to get into Rhode Island coming from New York. They're policing like their borders to make sure that New Yorkers aren't trying to slide into Rhode Island, trying to escape what's going on in New York. Rhode Island is like, no, you're not bringing it here. They already have cases, and they're saying you're not bringing that New York people with it here. So that's a sidebar. But that just shows you how crazy things are getting. So New York says that they've got 37,000 confirmed cases as of yesterday with more than 385 deaths. And the governor is saying that the hospitals are overwhelmed. Uh, The staff is overwhelmed. A couple of uh, medical people who've been working to help people have passed away. So it's, it's getting really crazy. And, of course, there's a big issue with having the proper equipment that people need. Uh, they don't have enough masks. They don't have the ventilators they need for people to be able to breathe. They don't have enough um, the the clothing, protective clothing that they need for the medical staff. Um, with the mask, they've been, like, putting masks in a bag to use it again. People are, you know, doing all kinds of stuff, trying to make it work until they get everything that they need so of course you know a lot of the country is uh shut down as far as non-essential businesses and they keep asking people to just stay off the streets stay in your home wherever it is you live stay there only come out if you have to to get supplies food medicine and then go back in but you know there's some people that just aren't listening i saw a de Blasio, the mayor of New York City, he's so frustrated with people still going out on the city's basketball courts, out there in groups of people shooting basketball. He said, if I have to go out there and rip the hoops down, we need people to stay off the streets. And it shouldn't even take that. If you keep telling people what's going on, you see it, you hear it. But you still have idiots like this woman whose name I can't remember now who just got fired from Fox T V. She's on the air the other day talking about this whole thing is just a media hoax to try to um tarnish Trump's record and all. That this is just another way to go after Trump. So I give Fox credit that they actually fired her stupid behind. You know, you got you got a responsibility. When you get on the air and you're talking on your own news show, news show, not your personal opinion. This is the news show. We know Fox is biased, but really, this a media hoax to get at Trump. Are you serious, lady? Mm. So they kick that can to the curb. But anyway, yeah. So that's what's happening. You know, New York is struggling. Los Angeles is struggling because now they're saying that they feel like they're about to end up in the same situation as New York. Governors all around the country are asking the government to send the supplies that they need, and things are slow coming in. And it's, you know, contentious relationships between Trump and the governors. and I just feel like this is not the time to get into your feelings these people in these positions you got to put your personal feelings aside and do what you need to do to help the people people are dying so this is no more time for you know Trump talking about well if they show me respect you know then we can work together he says stuff like this you know yes
3: he says things like if
2: they're nice to me I'll be nice to them what kind of mess is this
3: but you know uh, Cuomo, he's he's gotten really upset. The governor of uh, New York, he's he's been cussing, fussing, everything. He's he's just fed up. So he's just like, I'm just going to do what I have to do for my city, because we're not going to go yeah. down like that. I don't blame him. Yeah, it's just it's sad that you have to fight like that. I mean, look look what the um, 45 did with um, Puerto Rico. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. they've gotten... Yeah, not not down, drag out, almost fight, more or less, you know, back and forth, back and forth. So I'm like, come on, really? I mean, just because this man has quote unquote seems like the power, he's just taking advantage of it, and I say it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Like you said, people are suffering, people are dying. He, he he doesn't care. I mean, if his daughter's talking about four dollars soap that the kids are washing with, come on, really? Don't get, they don't
2: get. It. But that lets you know where people's heads are. And that's the problem. They need to get their head from out of their backside and let's get this thing handled. Because a lot of stuff could have been handled better if they had reacted sooner. And I don't care yeah, what anybody I'm... says, that is apparent.
3: Yeah. Right. Just crazy.
2: When they first got word that the situation was what it was and China was reporting, you know, how this thing was spreading, that's the time when you need to start saying, well, we better get it together because if it gets here, we need to be ready. But what did he do? Mm -hmm. He sat back, downplayed it, said it was a hoax. It was not real. Oh, it'll just be a few, you know. He made it sound like, you know, well, if a few people die, it's collateral damage, you know. And then when it started to escalate, now you got to play catch up because you're. Anyway, I, I can't get myself upset.
3: Don't get yourself worked up, Red Yeah. I'm trying just, just not put to. Into your, put into your commentary. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's just frustrating
3: that yeah, people just don't get it. Yeah. So. It is yep. very frustrating. <laughs> he was one of the first ones to start talking about it was a hoax, that it wasn't true. All was going to pass is. It's just nothing and woo-woo-woo, you know, just the way he said it. And the people that follow him, they're going to listen to what he's saying. I'm like, okay. Right. But this well, thing is real. He kept trying to
2: compare it to the flu. Like, it's just like another kind of flu. It's not that big a deal.
3: Well, this is the flu intensified ten times. How about that? So.
2: Yeah, ten times, two trillion times.
3: Yeah. Mm. Yep.
2: All right. We'll move on. Atta-
3: all right, um, uh, kind of on the same lines, um, this virus thing has really ticked off the mayor of Washington, D.C., Mayor Bowser. Um, she was treated like, D.C. was treated like a territory. Now, I've never heard that, D.C. treated as a territory instead of a state, after it was allocated $725 million less than the state in the, the latest um, coronavirus uh, response bill. Seven hundred twenty-five wow. million less. So, her comment comes less than twenty-four hours after the Senate unanimously voted to approve a historic two-trillion-dollar uh, coronavirus stimulus package. Um, while the fifty states were given at least one point uh, twenty-five billion each, a billion, the district was yeah. given five hundred million. She said the very idea of being treated like a territory is shocking. And infuriating I mean you talking about somebody pissed She was pissed If she could have talked to uh, 45 boy, She would have t- told him a brand new hole She said it's wrong It's outrageous um, During her press conference she talked about that We're not a territory We pay more taxes Unlike the territories than 22 states We have a larger population Than several states And we are treated as a state By thousands of federal laws and programs Um, She also said it's unconscionable to give D.C. the least amount of funding of any state, especially given the unique challenges we take on as the seat of the federal government. You would think we would get, you know, our fair share of what we should be getting. Exactly. So, So they're not
2: doing this. They're not giving money to the states based on population. Or I mean, I would assume they would, but why would they do, well, I don't understand why they did that
3: because they consider us a territory so let me mm-hmm. let me finish so during a press conference on Thursday morning, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi expressed she was not satisfied with the way washington d c was treated, saying the district was being treated um in a discriminatory manner, and said that she wants to correct this in the next bill, so at least. Nancy Pelosi got some sense, because 45, he don't have Jiggity Jack. Yep. So. I so what she
2: said in the next bill, so they, they got another bill coming behind this one?
3: Apparently so. Wow. Yep. Um, Let me see. It makes a sense that you have some other motivation. Yeah. It must be some other kind of motivation. That's what Nancy Pelosi was saying. She's not understanding either. She just doesn't get it. Why we categor categorize as a territory, we're not. No. So
2: No, not at all.
3: Yeah. So Yep, yep, yep. It's crazy. But uh we're gonna be on hi- folks- Yeah, but folks are gonna be on hiatus for a whole month, at least until um April. April twenty fourth. She said non essential businesses in the district to close from March twenty fifth. At 10 p.m. through April 24th, if you're non-essential, wow. if you're not a grocery store, liquor store, uh, they didn't say anything they had to close, or a hospital, or anything that's essential to our, you know, everyday life, then you got to you got to shut it down. I know some restaurants. So I uh... hmm
2: so does that mean all the weed dispensaries are open, at least for the medical marijuana?
3: You know what? That's a good question. It wasn't in this particular article, but you would think so. It was a necessity, you know, as far as, uh, you know, helping with their medical uh, issues, you would think so.
2: so. Probably.
3: Yeah. I, right. I would think so.
2: Okay. Not that I have a need. I was just curious. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, yeah? You
2: sure were <laughs> I was just curious. I was asking for a friend. Mm-hmm.
3: I bet. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. We're going
2: to take a quick break, and then we're coming right back uh, with the Hit It and Quit It headlines. You're listening to The Pajama Party Show on Blog Talk Radio.
1: You're in the right place at the right time. It's The Pajama Party www.apajamaparty.com Produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment Don't just sit there yelling at the air You've got an opinion?
3: We want to hear it too Dial 914-803-4306 That's 914-803-4306 Don't let us have all the fun by ourselves We've got room for you at the Pajama Party And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Operators are standing by. Well, they're lounging on pillows, but they're waiting for your calls. So call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Oh, you want to throw pillows?
1: All right, welcome back to the John Parion, one of your little Papa with Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Hit it and quit it headlines.
3: Let's hit them. Right. And quit them. All right, let's get it in. All right, I see I got the first one here. In Miami, gun shop Man. owners have never seen such a surge in sales. Not after the 911 terrorist attacks. Uh, Not in reaction to the mass shootings, not even when Category 5 hurricane came to um, South Florida. So I guess fear and uncertainty about the impact of the coronavirus pandemic are motivating people to buy guns and ammunition as they seek protection from possible doomsday. Wow. Um, With home invasions, looting, runs on banks. And fights over food, medicine, hospital beds, and shelter across the land. Wow. Uh, goes on to say our sales are up 80% with a huge increase in first-time buyers who are worried about martial law, economic collapse, unemployment shortages, delinquent roaming the streets. Wow. United States in the home of the world's largest gun-owning population per capita, where 40% of Americans say they own a gun or live in a household with guns. Wow. Um, So even so, concerned about the accelerating spread of the COVID-19 is causing a spike in sales. Wow. According to sellers and data from gun tracking agencies, such as the FBI National Instant Crime Background Check System, which saw double doubling of checks on um applicant buyers last week So in Florida the number of background checks posted by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement has risen to unprecedented levels up to nearly 500% on Friday alone with 13,000 over uh 13,000 checks recorded compared to 2,600 on the same date last year Wow that's a lot Okay Folks think the end of the world is coming. Yeah, watch out.
2: So are they gonna buy up all the guns to
3: get ready? I guess so. You know, I guess you know, after a while, I mean, think about it. Folks are running out of toilet paper, paper towels, I mean just necessities of life. I mean this this kind of stuff you think you you see in movies. Not in real life. This is happening. So how
2: is a a gun, how is owning all these guns going to help?
3: Uh, Somebody comes in your house to try to loot or try to take your necessities. It could be food. It could be, you know, water, toilet paper. It could be anything. They got a gun to protect themselves and their family. So, I mean, I'm like in the middle. I'm 50-50 on that. So, I mean, I understand what's going on because I even seen on the TV uh, a couple of days ago. The people were they were getting gas but they were filling their um you know, their jugs of gas for I guess either generators or just in case, you know, uh gas runs out, never know.
0: So
3: oh. you know. People people are thinking ahead of time. So.
2: Yeah, I I guess. What you think about that, Papa? I I
1: don't know, I just I don't know, it's, you can't, uh, this world is divided in so many different dimensions, you know. And for you to think that you are going to be the winner of the grand scheme of things, you, just because you been stockpiled and got all these guns and got all this food. Now, what are you doing for survival? What are you doing for money? Now, do you spend your money on guns and food and you're all stocked up in a house and everything? I mean, once the world stops for any apparent reason... Hell, if the water stops flowing, then you can't even wipe you. You can't even have water to flush in your toilet, let alone wipe your ass with the ten thousand rolls of toilet paper you brought. So what? Did, what difference does it make if the machine stops? Period. I mean, it's not. A, and also, too, in a crisis situation, we should learn how to conserve things. If you buy an abundance of that, what does that mean? That you can still use stuff as normal? Well, what? I mean, I, I don't understand the whole stock hole. Because also, when you stockpile stuff, that takes space. You need space to live. You need air to breathe. And putting all that stuff in your house, now you've got stuff all over the place, which is going to breed lack of space, which is going to breed roaches and ants and everything else has got to do with uh, now that you brought a bunch of stuff in there now, and they're trying to get their little piece of the rock, you know. you got canned goods, they're, they're piling up somewhere and dark areas that bring spiders and things of that nature. So everything comes from all the abundancy that we leave behind, unless you come by and you feather dust and stuff every day. But if you got a whole stock of canned goods in a corner and a whole bunch of junk over here, everything gets old. Everything has expiration date. So therefore you can't hold on to anything and don't expect it to give you the hard, old, coal, uh, infested, you know, the cardboard creates dust mites. You know, there's a lot of things that happens to everything. Everything in the world goes back to the natural state. That's why they say acid to ash and the dust to dust as we go back to worms. Everything is made in this world goes back to where it came from after the while. Everything that we have, that's why milk expires and orange juice expires. Everything you, And sometimes we don't realize how long you look in the refrigerator and that relish may look good, but if you ain't tested it in a couple of years, you'll look and see it expired back in 2019. you like, Damn. You know, I didn't even know. I didn't even touch this relish because I ain't been eating no damn hot dogs in a year. But now the relish is yeah, it happened. To look at the date. before you open it up, and you probably hadn't just cracked it open, and it was expired. Something can expire in the back of your pantry that you never even open. So, so what's the yeah, point? That's true. What's the point? You know, everything got expiration date on. If you're gonna buy stuff, buy something that's non-perishable or that don't expire. You know, I mean, it's just some mess. You know. And then, when, when, like I said, at the end of the day, the same people that's trying to, you know, s- pack stuff up like they're waiting on the end of the world, now they're perishing because they're sitting around a bunch of stale stuff and stuff that's infested now. And then as soon as the damn rats sneak in the house and start chewing up on them 10,000 packets of Roman, uh, what do you call them, ramen noodles oh, that you got packed yeah. in a corner somewhere for the, to, oh, just add hot water, just add hot water. Yeah, just add a damn rat that snuck in the back door,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: now he's all up in your shit. So you know, believe me. It's
0: but I'm
2: I'm of tripping matter. off just all these guns.
1: Normal. Like
2: these people are buying all these guns so um, that they can protect their some stuff. Some people they
1: just gun freaks anyway. But he who lives by the gun, dies by the gun. So you really got to watch that gun stuff because that's gonna kill you. Also, I mean, now you're now you're trigger happy and you think you. Uh, 'Cause if you got the heart to kill somebody then you're just a cold blooded ass person, so and then what's the rhyme or reason? Just 'cause somebody pissed you off and somebody come to your door. We we've seen people shooting at people for no reason based on somebody's car breaking down outside the house, they end up blowing your head off and they come to find out the guy just wanted to use a phone or, or something, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just a mess today, you know, we just need to be cool because we're not creators of this world. We're just dusting the wind. You know, just guys, children following his order, and we don't have no rights of anything. So to think that we're able to stockpile, where are we getting the money from, you know, to do all this, buying all this crap, and just, it's just a mess. I, I don't agree with none of it. Anyway. All right. That's all I got to say.
0: Well,
2: since you got the mic, go ahead with your uh, hit it and quit.
1: Oh, this is going to work me, all right. Yep. What's his job pay anyway? <laughs> anyway, uh, YouTube is reducing their video uh, quality, Worldwide videos on YouTube are now default to a standard brand. Nothing fancy, nothing real. They're kinda of cut down on uh, what they're offering to people because they don't wanna they don't wanna shoot their load. You know, they wanna they wanna cut back their product, they wanna turn down their voltage, they wanna turn down their frequencies and things of that nature. You can't blame them, you know. Just 'cause everybody's sitting at home, they ain't gonna let them sit there and just be pulling up videos all day and kill and kill their stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, because this stuff is free, so well, it's not. I mean, they they get money through advertisement and stuff like that, but ain't nobody ain't nothing selling right now. So everything's about advertisement. It's the way Nat King Cole, when he had his variety show, you know, he lost his show because uh, being was a black man back in the day, he didn't have sponsorship for you know to sell commercials for his variety show, so he had to close. And the same way with YouTube, the fact that everybody's uh, not working at home. Ain't nobody buying nothing, so the, the commercials that that they put on their different products like anything, YouTube, Pandora, so you listen to it, they all take a break and they go to commercial breaks and that's what pays the bill. So if ain't nobody working, ain't nobody doing this and that, they they figure they just shut down and, and play regular stuff, normal stuff. You can't pull up nothing fancy. You may not be able to pull up uh, uh what's that call called a uh, YouTube plus and YouTube this oh, and that. Okay. All that fancy stuff is shut down. All you can do is just pull up the regular stuff, you know. And so different... they're
2: keeping it basic.
1: Yeah. Like the clips from, um... let's say one where the gorilla's singing, I'm Still Standing.
2: Oh. Yeah. I think all that stuff is still there.
1: Yeah, that's It sounds like
2: they're just scaling back, like, the high-definition stuff.
1: Yeah. You know, that's... they're
2: just bringing it down. You yeah, know what
1: I'm saying? Yeah, you're getting rid of all that.
2: Okay. okay. So I guess you know you do have all these people that are now working from home, or home without a job,
1: and mm-hmm. folk are
2: hitting YouTube harder than they normally would.
1: Right, when you would hit those people normally with advertisement, but they're not working, so therefore you 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 giving them standard stuff because you don't they're not you can't push your advertisement out there because nobody's buying it. So anyway, but uh, okay, we'll see what happens, you know. But uh, this is very interesting.
2: Well, that does explain a lot of things because I've noticed lately when I try to pull something up on YouTube, it does seem to be a little slower in responding. And I haven't really noticed the quality not being the same, but I have noticed it's slower. But the whole internet is running slow. There's so I'm many sure everybody's yeah, everybody exactly.
3: calling. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> calling.
2: Well, I got one last one for you. It's another crazy one. Uh, Lieutenant Governor of Texas argued in an interview on Fox News on Monday night that the United States needs to go back to work, and then he said that grandparents like him don't want to sacrifice the country's economy during this coronavirus crisis. Now, this guy, his name is Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. He's a Republican. He's 69 years old. And he made this comment on Tucker Carlson's show on Fox News Network after Trump said he wanted to reopen the country in a few weeks. You know, he said he was trying to aim for uh, uh, Easter. So right behind that, that's when Dan Patrick gets on here. And he said that the elderly population who the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said are more at risk for COVID-19 can take care of themselves. And he suggests that grandparents would not want to sacrifice their grandchildren's economic future. So basically he's saying that the elderly people are saying, look, don't worry about us. We'll be all right. Y'all just going back to work, and if you bring corona home to us, you know, well, oh well. You know, that's the way he's approaching this. And I'm just curious as to, What seniors did you talk to that said they were willing to lay their life down to save the economy? So then he goes on to say, nobody reached out to him and said, as a senior citizen, are you willing to take a chance on your survival in exchange for keeping America working uh, out of love for your children and your grandchildren? Now, he said, nobody said it to him, but then he said, if that's the price, I'm all in. And I feel like, okay, if that's how you feel, then cool. That's your life, your business. But why would you say that the grandparents in the country are ready to say, look, don't try to protect us. We can take care of ourselves. And if we have to die to save the economy, then at least we are doing it so our grandchildren and our children, you know, will have a better economic future. Because he keeps on focusing on the economy. He's not even looking at health and people dying, et cetera. He's looking at we need to save the economy. I just find that really, really bizarre that he's even saying all this stuff. He's saying that he thinks there's a lot of grandparents who feel just like he does and that uh, they'd be willing to do it out of love for their children. I, I just I don't even understand. I don't understand how he could come to that conclusion.
3: Who listens to this man? I mean, is he a Republican, Democrat, Congressman? Who is he?
2: He is the lieutenant governor of Texas. Oh, my God. And he is a Republican. Help us, please. That's how crazy this is. He's not just some random, you know, Johnny popped up out of nowhere Guy, this dude is the lieutenant governor of Texas. Wow, yeah, I know they say everything is bigger in Texas, and I guess that's true because he's a bigger fool.
3: (laughs) If he thinks,
2: I mean, I I just I'm so blown away with this, and you know, they keep telling us that people like over the age of 60 or so are at higher risk for you know, uh. Coming down with the coronavirus And he's like well you know I'm sure there's other grandparents like me That are saying hey We've lived our lives And if this is the price we gotta pay So the economy can go And people can get back to work Okay I'm like dude yeah. I don't know Where you came from but you need to go back Whew But it's the wow. hit it and at headlines And I'm ready to quit this one 'Cause he's a fool.
3: <laughs> I see. Yeah, for sure.
2: It's foolish. Anyhow, all right, well we're gonna take a break and then we're coming right back. Uh, unless you're ready, Papa D break no, Okay, we'll take a break and we're coming back with Papa Dee and what's popping on the Pajama Party show.
3: This is Kettle and this is red White. if you like news but you like the weirdest kind you're in the right place join us every
2: friday night
3: for the pajama party weird news
2: we find stories each week about
3: some of the strangest and oddest news stories around if there's ghosts driving stupid criminals getting caught or just bizarre medical stories we report it right here on the pajama party weird news it's funny and informative and we look forward to it every week and you will too If you like weird news like we do, join us every Friday night on the Pajama Party Show. It's a weird world out there, and we'll tell you all about it. Right here on the Weird News, where we celebrate the weirdness.
1: All right, welcome back to the Party. party when your host Papa Didi in your kettle. Hello. And red wine.
0: Bum darling.
1: Yep. It's yep.
2: time for What's Poppin' with Papa Didi. So, uh, Papa Didi, what's poppin'? Boy, I tell
1: you what. I tell you what. What's poppin'? We got a major candidate for the uh, kiss of this tonight, I'm telling you, and and, and it's, it's the NFL all day.
0: Uh-oh.
1: All day. I mean, I'm listening to Roger Goodell throwing out warnings that when he holds the, uh, the draft uh, Thursday, this coming Thursday, he says if anybody in the NFL, he knows he's going to hear stuff from different people around the world about holding stuff while stuff is going on, but they're not bringing no crowds in there, it's just going to be a area where all the teams as usual gonna talk and pick people and select people what have you. And uh mostly gonna be a um it'll be a little video, audio and things of like that, but it won't be a crowd of people, but they're still gonna hold it. And and in the meantime they're also signing people. They're signing everybody, you know, uh Tom Brady and this one and that one. And I'll get into later on live for the city who didn't get signed and but they're they're just like Signing people and people are making money and signing contracts and everything like like nothing's going on. Like they're not affected by anything. They're so damn they worse than NCAA. They're so they're so like they got over last year with the whole uh, Super Bowl with the 49ers and, and the Kansas City Chiefs and everybody had a good time and all kind of money was bet. And people were spinning and having parties and the whole nine. So the NFL got, at the end of the year, they they walked away like a fat cat in a cheese factory, you know? And they a a fat rat in a cheese factory. And it was just like, they feel like they're going to just keep it going. But they don't realize that there's no basketball right now. There's no baseball right now. And you turn to ESPN or NFL Network, and they're talking like the football season is just like raring to go. Oh, we got Tom Brady now, he's over at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we're just like, oh, we're, you know, they're just, they're on the move, you know, and they don't realize that none of this may even happen. They have not slowed down one minute to pay attention to what's happening. They think because they're not, their season ain't started yet, so they can show their ass. And they think that automatically by the time NFL season starts, everything is going to be subsided. But they don't realize that this stuff can go on all year. Talk to the NBA, talk to the NBA right now, who had to just stop their season out of nowhere. The NHL that just had to stop their season out of nowhere. Talk to the uh, Major League Baseball, who their season supposed to start it today. Today was supposed to have been the first game all around the league. So NFL needs to slow their roll and stop signing people and doing all kinds of free agencies. Oh yeah, we send Diggs digs over to such and such. And his one going here. That one's going there. He signed for this. He th- like everything is in normal. I don't believe the NFL. They 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 they, they, they off the chain. And Goodell had nerves say, yeah, we holding that draft on Thursday. There ain't gonna be no crowd there. We holding it. And if anybody in the NFL community Says anything about that nationally, they're going to get fined by the NFL by talking about us. Oh, my goodness, it's a mess.
0: All right. So,
1: anyway, NFL, beware. There's a a pandemic going on, and uh, y'all are part of it, so slow your roll.
2: All right, Papa Didi.
1: Oh, yeah, you turn on there, they act like everything is cool.
2: all right, I got the NFL and Roger Goodell on the list.
1: Oh, yeah, tune in to Tom Brady, playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look out, get out, you know, please. You
2: know, they always do the They moment.
1: may not get one game in. Anyway, we'll see.
2: All right, well, thank you, Papa Diddy. All right, yeah, we're going to shift gears. Yeah, it was. we going to shift gears and go to the weird news. And let's see, I've got the first story tonight. Now this one, you heard in that promo, that commercial, how we look at the weird medical news. This one is definitely a weird medical news. This one is about how scientists are growing many brains using patient skin cells. It may sound like something out of Star Trek, but these things they call organoids are far from science fiction. They're 3D structures, or also they call them organ buds, that are lab-grown bundles of cells that resemble an organ from a human body. And they're used to study human development and test out drugs and things to understand diseases. Now, what it does is that it uses a sophisticated tissue culture, and the scientists have managed to grow many livers, many hearts, and many um, uh, parts of the intestine using these, these organoids. Now they have figured out a way to grow a miniaturized version of a human brain. They grew it, not they cut it out of something. They grew it. They even behave. They say these many brains even re- behave like the real thing. And it gives scientists a rare chance to study how uh, human brain tissue reacts and functions, etc. They said this thing even, like, can transmit signals like the way the brain does. Like when you receive something, when you listen or read or watch something, your brain transmits and receives signals. These things can do that, you know, and I'm sure on a lower level. But this is, like, something really wild. I would love to see what these things look like. But that's what they're doing. They they do it in a dish, almost like it's not a, doesn't say it's a Petri dish, but it says that they have a certain type of dish that they grow them in, and then they remove it, and let's see, after the cells grow, they remove it, and add it to a special dish that prevents them from easily sticking to surfaces, which encourages growth in 3D. And then they collect and congregate and become spherical colonies so that the researchers then add what they call a cocktail of molecules to encourage it into becoming an immature brain cell. Now, this is some crazy stuff, but they say that's what they're doing. So hopefully, you know, some good will come of it. They said it gives them a chance to better uh, understand how the human brain works. But I don't know. They say they could grow many livers and many hearts.
3: That's wild. I believe it. Mm. Yeah, I believe it. They probably been doing it for a long time. We just hearing about it. You'd be surprised what goes on at NIH. I got several people used to work there, so I know. Oh, you
2: got inside
3: info. All right, moving <laughs> on. Um, let me see. The happy dog springs his tail. Okay, social <laughs> distance, distancing and working from home may feel like an inconvenience for most humans, but it's the best possible news for dogs. Of course, they got to the master they are every day, rather there you than go. going through. The heartbreak of watching you leave the house every day. The Dogs now have permanent working, playing, and napping partners. (laughs) The uh, excitement proved too much to handle for little Rolo. Uh, The dash shoot, who was so delighted his owners chose to quarantine him during the coronavirus crisis that he sprained his tail from wagging it so much. (laughs) Oh, Wow. Little Rolo. His, his owner, Emma Smith, uh, became concerned after noticing the sausage dog's tail, tail had stopped working. She wrote on Twitter, so my dog has been so happy that everyone is home for quarantine that his tail has stopped working. So we went to the <laughs> vet, and the vet said uh, he had sprained his tail from excessively wagging it. Rollo was curling up wow. painfully." pain relief. And the vet said uh, that um should be healed within a week. Um there are no movement there is now movement in his tail from side to side, but he is struggling to lift it up in the air. Okay. It turns out the injury <laughs> is a fairly common one for happy dogs suffering from happy tail syndrome. Which is a real term what? they said look it up Seriously <laughs> Happy Tail <laughs> Syndrome. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Okay. White folks that stuff for everything. You know that. You know how it goes. Well,
2: I know some people who oh, suffer from that, God. but I'm going to let it go. Okay. I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> Good idea. Uh, Papa Diddy, what's your weird news tonight? Uh,
1: This is saying that elephants can't hold their liquor. Uh-oh. This is at a farm in. Uh, the Yemen Providence elephants took full advantage of uh, people being self isolate. Self isolation means that they're out there roaming, and there's nobody really herding them or anything like that. So,
2: mm, yeah, they they're getting 14, their whole life.
1: I heard of 14 uh, majestic beasts uh, broke into a village in a bid to find food, and however, they got quite a bit extra when they, uh in their efforts and they came across uh, huge 30-kilometer uh, uh, kegs of uh, corn liquor. Uh-oh. After drinking the well, corn wine, they call it. After drinking the wine, the elephants were uh, not in too bad a shape. They passed out in the garden. <laughs> uh, they're saying two male elephants passed out drunk, and they were laying in the, in the tea garden. Next to one. Now they got a picture of it here. <laughs> and uh, they said he probably had hangovers in the morning. So, crazy.
2: I cannot imagine you go look out in your garden and see two big elephants stretched out.
1: Well, booze is booze, you know, and it does what it does. It lightens that head.
2: Mm. Okay. We got drunk elephants. Scientists growing many brains and happy dogs with brain tails. All righty. Well, that that's wraps up the five. weird news. I tell you, uh, that's the weird news for tonight. Um, uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna, I want to jump right into. Uh, I'm just saying, tell you this one real quick. Uh, this is a non-corona related. Well, no, it's not. Let me not even lie. It is corona related. I'm sorry. Can't help it. But anyway, this particular one has to do with Liberty University. Uh, This is a college in Pennsylvania. I'm sorry, Virginia. They're in Virginia. It's run by Jerry Falwell, Jr. That's the son of Jerry Falwell, you know, televangelist. They run this university. So... Jerry Falwell Jr. announced that students would be able to come back to the campus uh, right after spring break. Now, this is despite the worsening COVID-19 pandemic, but the university says that they're going to hold classes online. So I'm trying to figure out, well, if they're going to do it online, why are you telling the kids to come back to the university? Because you know, if these kids come back to the university, they're not going to stay separate from each other. But anyway, in the process of him making that announcement, so far, about 1,700 students have returned to the campus and back to their dorm. Now, what I want to know is, like I said, how are they going to practice social distancing if they're taking their classes online? one line? They're going to get out of those dorms, and they're going to mingle and socialize. Now, Falwell has completely gone against what the governor of Virginia said by doing this. They said just like they said everywhere else, we need everybody to shut it down. If you're not essential, shut it down for schools. Figure out how to do online. They're teaching online. Why do the kids need to be on the campus? But I guess this man Falwell thinks he's going to do it his way, you know. But this is where it even gets crazier. Now the students that are that are uh, that are heeding the governor's mandate are not coming back to the school, so. They're saying they want a refund on the money that would pay for housing and meal fund that college students pay. Because they're saying we're not there. Why are we paying, you know, for room and board if we're not using it? Can we get a refund? Can we get that money back? Falwell says, no, we're not giving out any refunds because we still got to pay bills. We got students on campus. Well, the students that are on campus is because you said y'all can come back. So it sounds to me like you're justifying charging these other kids that are not there, that are listening to the governor, you're justifying charging them or not refunding them because you allow these other kids to come back. So now you've got a potential health situation getting ready to happen because, to me, it looks like you're chasing dollars. And that's ridiculous. It's sad and it's pitiful. I'm just saying you need to give these kids a refund. Now, if these kids that are not living on campus, is not by their choice. The governor said, shut it down. What part of shut it down do you not understand, Mr. Falwell? So because you chose to go against the governor, now you want to make them pay for room and board and meals that they're not using and consuming? That doesn't seem fair to me. They need to get their money back. Give them their refund. I understand the school has expenses and all of that, but if you had kept the whole thing closed and there was nobody there, you're not expending utilities, et cetera, et cetera. So it seems like that would have solved your problem. But Mr. Falwell decided, no, we're going to open the buildings, the dorms, the administrative buildings. Why are you opening up everything if the governor said, shut it down? Read my lips. Shut it down. How you running a university and you too stupid to understand, shut it down. I just feel like it's not right. You need to give the people that are not there, give them their money back just for the portion of the room, board, and meals. Nobody said that they should get free tuition. They're still going to take their classes online. But if they're not using your resources to be there on campus, they should get their money back. And for this to be a Christian school, I don't understand what principles you stand on, Mr. Falwell. All I can say is they don't look biblical to me, and for all those students who came back to this uh to the campus, I hope for your sakes you keep away from each other and why your parents allowed you to come back for those of you that still have to listen to your parents, shame on your parents. They should have kept you home so and the thing is, talk about greed. They have ninety four thousand students who take classes there off campus, you know, just virtual online classes, okay? And about fifteen thousand who take classes on campus. So you're getting money. You just need to stop being greedy. So this is red wine and I'm just saying, mister Falwell, read my lips. Give those kids their money back. They'll do a refund and you need to stop being greedy.
3: That's all, all I right. All right. It's not right. You said a mouthful. you're right. They should get their money back. That's just, that's the greed to this. But as that's they say, y'all don't like us. So. Not at show, all. And you're going to act like that? Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. I tell you what. That's crazy.
2: If all those kids start dropping like flies, he's going to have to answer for it. Okay. I hope they don't. But, I mean, these are teen. These are like young adults. You know good and well they're not going to just sit in their dorm rooms and not socialize with each other. Oh, anyway. All right, uh, living for the city, Papa. Uh, Should we take a quick CC break and then come back to you? Or are you fired up and ready to go? No, no, we
1: can go right into it.
2: Oh, okay. Let's do it.
1: Well, a couple things. First of all, that story you were saying, what made Falwell the authority on anything? What gave him, what gave him the, the right and the authority to run a school? And what, the, what kind of degrees does he have, you know? Well, I guess just his being a pastor. His father started the
2: school, and now he's yeah, but, in charge. That, he's yeah, the president Yeah, but what
1: gives him the, you know, not right, so he's, yeah, he's, he inherited it. Basically.
2: Exactly. He's but he doesn't have any.
1: Anymore. How many degrees is hanging on his wall I don't as far know. as that goes? Having that and so he don't know anything About the give and take system All these others is take He's in the biblical business You know what I mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: So he's just taking Allegedly whatever he can. Well he's got He's got the He took over the, the, the affiliation That his father had So You know But they all You know And his father Took it over from uh, uh, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker Because they were In a crisis situation he took over Just to help them out For a while And never gave it back To Jim and Tammy so it goes back further. It goes back to hooking and crooking and cheating and everything else. Hmm. Please, that stuff is a mess, you know? And then his father was caught out there with a chick at one time. You know, it tarnished him for a minute. And so it just, it goes on and on. It's bigger than that school, believe me.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: All that crap that went on with them jokers. Anyway, um, getting back to the NFL, you know, they still don't have a team for um, Jameis. Winston, uh, Winston took his place, Tom Brady, and Jameis Winston's just out in the cold, and Tom Brady don't give a damn about that, and the coach is all fired up about what's going on with that, but he don't realize that if they lose, his ass gonna get fired, so Tom Brady went all the way around as far as getting paid and all that jazz, but he don't have really have a team, and, and uh, Cam Newton, Carolina Panthers got rid of him after they made big money on him the year. He went to the Super Bowl. They made big money on him when he developed that dapping, when he was, you know, making that little move where he was dapping and all and mm-hmm. got all that all around the world, brought tons and tons of money to the Panthers, buying uniforms, buying jerseys and everything like that. Now he just got rid of them, saying you hurt and you got old, oh, yada, yada, yada. He's 30 years old. 30 years old is all he is, 30. And you got Tom Brady, who's 43 so this guy got 13 years on him, and they gave him a $50, $50 million contact for two years. So Cam Newton, nor uh, James Winston, has a team right now. Mm. And then he hired old-ass Phillip Rivers, who was horrible with the Chargers last year. Chargers got rid of his ass with the quickness. Said, man, you too old. Take ass home and retire. But the Annapolis Colts picked him up as a quarterback and paying him $25 million. And all this is on the news, like big time. Brady signed this. Rivers signed this. This one signed that Dak Prescott trying to sign with Dallas. Like I said earlier, and, and the NFL is just like talking like like their season is not, not going to be messed with at all. They're the bomb, you know. We are the bomb, and we gonna play football regardless. A bunch of crap, you know. You know, come early September, if that if we still in the pickle, that NFL now, now if the NFL goes down, I mean, it, here's the deal though. NBA shut down like it did. But see, the NBA is a sport that's really run on a court like that, and people can kind of get over that by just not playing. But NFL is equipment, jerseys, cleats, all kinds of. You name it. When you got an away game, you're packing up rigs and rigs and stuff. You know, having that airplane got a bunch of gear, two or three, two or three uniforms for everybody, and socks and shoes and. Draws and padding all kind of it's a it's a mess and they acting like everything is cool. I don't think Goodell paying attention to this thing one bit. I'm sure he's practicing all the stuff he practice with that, but when it comes to keeping that business going, he ain't took a break from it. And it's sad because once he gets caught up, once September he gets here and this stuff is still in effect, you're gonna see Goodell starting to freak out because he got all this crap going on, and it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly. Don't be ugly. And I wish they would definitely get a, get a job for a for a man because it's so sad how people love you when you're when when you're you know when you when you're hot when everything is cool. You know the way they wouldn't put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame, claiming he was on steroids, but when he was hitting all them damn home runs, all those writers and everything to vote for the Hall of Fame, they all was going to the games and cheering and you know what I mean, getting a little bit of coochie on the, on his on his expense. They up in the booth and everything, a little interns and they doing their thing. You know, ten years ago or eight years ago when Barry Bonds hit the home runs, everybody's all slap happy, hoteling it and limousine riding it and dropping off and all the playing player because player, Barry Bonds is doing his thing at the r Star game and all the sports writers in the area got their little booth. Yeah, Barry Bonds hit a home run again. Now that he's retired, oh, you did steroids. We ain't giving you shit. Mm-hmm. Now, in this heyday, every sports writer that was in the game was going to games and balling, and, and everybody was getting some pussy, and everybody was doing anything at that time. But now, you know, no, 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 you, you're just steroids. Really? You know, back in 2004, man, I saw you walk out of the stadium with two women,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, talking to different sports writers. Man, you were living large. You took the women up to the damn sports booth and all the hype of the you know, champagne flowing and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's sad how people take advantage of a situation where people are there, but they ain't gonna talk about them when they retire, claiming you was doing this and doing that. It's just, it's sad. It really is. It happens in every sport, every single sport. People love you in your heyday, but when you get old, boy, act like you're non-existent, like they're doing Cam Newton right now, you know. But anyway, that's all I got to say on that. So stay tuned to NFL. See what happens to them. I think they're going to fall on the first round. Around August, if this stuff is still prevalent, believe me, the NFL is going to start getting worried.
2: Hmm. All right, Parker, baby. Oh, you were talking about, uh, I just thought of his name, Jameis Winston. But mm-hmm. so he still doesn't have a, a team.
1: No, because they kicked him off to bring in uh, Tom Brady. That's the team he's a quarterback for. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady plays for Yeah, they vicious. 40-year-old man. I hope I hope a young linebacker knocks him on his ass <laughs> come the season, you know.
2: Okay, cattle. Uh, are you ready to take us out to the Hollywood West Coast entertainment news? What's
3: up? Can we take a take a little spacey break. I got to be putting in my glass here.
2: Okay, we will do that and we will be right back with Kettle and the Hollywood wrap up
1: this is Papa Dee, Dee. Thanks. you're listening to the pajama party on WPJP blog talk radio if you have something to add to the conversation give us a call right now at 914-803-4306 and press 1 to be entered into the queue I want to hear from the men so call me Papa Didi. Don't let kettle and red wine scare you. Just call and talk to me. I got you back. Number again is 914-803-4306 or go to a I gotta get back before they noticed I was gone. So call me now. She's gonna All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm Wendy. I'm here
3: with Kettle. Hello.
1: And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. It is time for the Hollywood Wrap Up with Kettle. Mademoiselle, are you ready?
3: Yes, I am, Miss Red Wine. I am. I know you're sipping Red Wine over there. We we. The oui, oui. All righty. <clears throat> yes, we are truly going out to L.A. England Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan Markle, uh, never wanted to do the expected and moved to L.A. All right. They moved to L.A. before this coronavirus got serious. The pair reportedly left their home in Canada, and well, that's Canada, on a private plane headed for L.A. Um, within 10 months of their son, um, Archie, being born. Uh, let me see. The pair were seeking to cross the border between the U.S. and Canada before the coronavirus pandemic got close. So, there's the paper quoted a royal insider saying the move had been in the works for some time. The couple has been living in Canada since they rocked the monarchy by announcing plans to step down from their royal duties. I don't blame them. I would too. (laughs) I won't be doing all that, that royal junk. Marco is a native of Hollywood, and her mother still lives in L.A. area. Oh, okay. So they have um, um, a lot of support um, there, you know, since the mom lives there. She can help out with Archie, and I guess future babies become, I guess. Yeah, so they're going to give up their uh, Canada home and just live in L.A. for right now. They're also talking about um, uh, owning a home in... Um, the Vancouver Island, British Columbia. So they're gonna have a home there also. So when they go visit, they'll have somewhere to stay. So, yep, okay. it's gonna be interesting to see if if she does any movies or anything. I'm quite sure she's gonna go back to the, to the um, big screen. Um, talking about big screen, Rosario Dawson. She is um, in a new drama, and uh, it's called Briar Patch. Um, she's the leading person in this particular uh series. And so in USA, Briar Patch, where she plays a fashionable political fixer, Allegra Deal, who returns home to her Texas border town following the bombing death of her a police officer's sister. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Um She's also been doing a lot of political things. She's been staying busy, Hollywood sets, political stages with former Democratic presidential candidate and current boyfriend, U.S. Senator Cory Booker. Interesting. Oh, However, yeah, she have, calls. Yeah. Uh, I, I see. Interesting. However, she calls mm-hmm. this her toughest role to date, balancing the strenuous physical challenge of the role with her personal challenges as her father battles um, pancreatic cancer, and that's in real life unfortunate. Yeah, so that should be interesting. It's called Briar Patch. I have to check that out on the USA. So And mm-hmm. that's your okay. girl, uh Papa Papa D D?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I peeped mm-hmm. that. They were on uh, the view a while back. That's when I first saw oh, okay. that. I was like, oh man, he had stole my okay. chick.
3: <laughs> okay. Also, enforced, you know, in the law and order uh, special victims unit, um, they had a death on their set from this COVID nineteen virus thing. Um, he was a um, his name is Josh Warwick. He was a costume. He worked in the costume department, and uh, he was only forty five. So, it's, wow. it's a lot of these stars, yeah, uh, dying from this. This uh, this thing, I mean, he's, he had been on the series, it sounds like, since they started. So he's been there for a long time. And also, Golden Globes, they are changing their rules because of this virus. Um, usually they watch um, the movies in a movie theater, but because of the theaters uh, being closed, they have to watch it on um, at home on DVDs. So it has to be sent to them, so... The rules have changed, and that's for the Golden Globe Awards. Those should be coming up soon. So, Uh, yep. All right, that's my Hollywood wrap up. Make it short and sweet. Everything is seems like is being, um, you know, rerouted or redirected because of this uh, virus thing. This is, it's 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 truly a mess. It truly is. Oh, um,
2: yeah you're right about that, yeah, all right, Kettle. Thank you for the Hollywood wrap up. See, okay, we got uh the cocktail of the week coming up uh, let's see kettle you got you have a cocktail for us this week
3: sure, sure. it's called the jim Bean vanilla spritzer, okay. You guys ever have Jim Bean Vanilla? Uh, I don't think I've tried that yet. Ah, something new. Well, it's short and sweet. It's one and a half ounces of Jim Bean Vanilla, or if you want it a little stronger, it would be two ounces. Um, Squeeze fresh lime and top it off with Sprite. That's a Jim Bean Vanilla Spritzer. Short and sweet. That's it? That sounds
2: refreshing
3: That's it That's what a spray is, Papa <laughs> Okay that's So the it.
0: spray, is the spray. Yeah,
3: Okay. There you go okay. It doesn't take much Cause the Jim Beam The Jim Beam Vanilla It's, it's nice and smooth, it's nice Yes Okay, sure is that the sweet. voice of experience? <laughs> I will not say I'm not going to incriminate myself
2: Okay <laughs> yeah. Okay, alright Well I'm thank you for the cocktail that. of the week Brought to you by D.C. Homegrown Entertainment Our parent company And we do thank you for that uh, Papa Didi And send it over to you Tell everybody What is the world famous Kiss It List
1: We're at the Kiss It List already huh?
2: We are at the Kiss It List
1: uh, That's uh, You know, people that um, Show their butts over the last week or so And uh, we're going to put them on glass blast And uh, give them a song To boot go with the, their actions and The first one is Roger Goodell Hell yeah He just thinks that everything is lovely And it's okay to spread Megans around And they're about to go to the table now And negotiate more money from the networks. And Roger Goodell thinks he's in Fat City like ain't nothing going on He don't realize the world right now Is shut down for a minute and it's going to affect him soon enough. But that's your boy. I don't want to talk about him.
2: Mm-hmm. You forgot to mention the NFL, too.
1: Yeah, the NFL, too. Put mm-hmm. them on
2: the list. And uh,
1: the owners yeah. for not bringing in different quarterbacks. And they, you know, they're waiting for the draft so they could bring some old young cat and pay him a little cheap money. Right. You know, so.
2: All right. Let's see. Uh, cat, do you have anybody?
3: Um New England Patriots. <laughs> Put them on the kissing list just because. The whole team? <laughs> yeah, why not? Um Craft as usual. Cadell, all the
0: usual. Um check the
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Forty five. But for acting am ass oh, about um uh, uh talking about DC of the territory. And, uh, you know, not giving us the money we should be getting, you know. Uh,
2: Absolutely. Um, I've got a few other names. I've got uh, Margaret Serco. This lady intentionally coughed and spit on groceries at a uh, supermarket up in uh, Pennsylvania. The -hmm. Hanover uh, Township in Pennsylvania. And she's been charged with felony counts of terrorist threats. Because they don't know if what? she has coronavirus or not. They don't know. So,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I, hope, I hope they put her away, because that was just ridiculous. And they had to throw away $35,000 worth of grocery foods and stuff in that supermarket because of her. Uh, also, mm-hmm. I've got mm-hmm. Republican Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick for saying that elderly people are willing to die to save the economy. Okay. Uh we got Secretary Treasurer, Se- Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin for saying that 3.2 million people filing for unemployment in one week is not relevant to the unemployment numbers. I don't know where he gets that from. Um, another person from Fox and Friends, this lady uh, Ainsley Earhart, she was on the air on Fox News talking about all her friends are saying that I realize this is not a priority, but people are dying, and I do realize that, but we can't get our nails done, and we can't get our hair done, and we can't return clothes to the store. I'm like, are you serious, lady? Why would you even come out your mouth and say that on a national news show? To say, like, I understand that people are dying from the coronavirus, but, you know, we can't even get our nails and our hair done. So she's on the kissing list. Uh, United Airlines for canceling their flights and refusing to give customers their money back. Wow. They cancel flights and people try to get their money back and they're like, no, we're going to give you a credit. They're like, I don't want a credit. I paid for my ticket. You canceled the flight. Give me my money. So United is tripping. Uh, Lori Laughlin and 14 other parents that are trying to get that college cheating case thrown out of court. Instead of facing up to really? what you did, yeah, they're trying to get it thrown okay. out based right. on extraordinary misconduct, whatever that means.
3: And fourteen, and fourteen other parents, so she's like in a class action suit with them.
2: Well, they're not. I don't think they're combined, but they're all kind of jumping on her bandwagon. I guess they figure if wow. she can get it thrown out, we're gonna jump on that same bandwagon. Wow. Uh, Let's see. We got 45 again for referring to the coronavirus as the Chinese virus. Uh, I got another pastor tripping down in uh, Baton Rouge, Reverend Tony Spell. He's refusing Mm -hmm. to listen to the governor saying, shut these churches down. And he keeps holding services with a thousand people that he buses in from five different parishes in Louisiana to attend his church they do. The
0: governor
2: told you. They got so many cases of coronavirus popping up in the New Orleans, Louisiana mm. area. Why are you bringing 1,000 people in? To go- and why are they coming? I don't
3: know. That's what I was getting ready
2: to say. should be on the kids' list, of people that are coming. Y'all stupid. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. Uh, let's see. Oh, and one more for Trump for suggesting that he has a natural affinity for science because he had an uncle who once taught at MIT that helped pioneer the use of radiation to treat cancer. So somehow Trump thinks that that has given him a genetic affinity for science. I'm <laughs> like, dude, stop talking. He crazy. Yes. yes. Oh
0: Thank
2: my gosh. You. <laughs> I see. That's, that's it. We was one up. Well, no, I got one last one. Kentucky Re- Republican Representative Thomas Massey for trying to hold up the oh. corona stimulus bill by re- requesting a full voice vote or something, a full, some kind of full vote on the floor of the House, which was going to hold up the whole thing. And everybody, Republican and Democrats, basically shot him down and went on and did the vote the way they were doing it. And that's how they got the bill signed and sent it up to 45. But this one jerk off. Decided he wanted to make a grandstand. And I don't even understand. Like, dude, you're the only one with an issue and you're trying to pull this stunt? Have two, three seats. Oh, gosh. That's everything I got. I was collecting them all week, waiting to put them all on the kitchen
0: list.
2: <laughs>
3: they all deserve it, too. I see 45 Ooh. on there three times, at least. All right, well, if there are no other contenders,
2: we're going to give them a prize for being on this week's Kiss and Listen here. Kiss is. my
0: in my ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This world, kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. You can jump.
1: Just... All right, welcome back to the John Party. One who's Papa Didi, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Come darling. It is time for the last word because we're about to get up out of here and go isolate ourselves. So, Papa Didi, what's your last word for tonight?
1: Uh, just be careful out there. You know, carry a mask in your bag because you never know if you gotta step in somewhere where it may be a little ugly for a minute. You know, I went to Jersey. A couple days ago, and I put my mask on. I got off the train, heading toward the taxi, and uh, man, I wasn't alone. Had the people in that station had a mask on. It wasn't that crowded, but uh, everybody was masking it like it was no big deal. So I didn't feel like you know, like I had to costume one at the costume bar, you know. Mm.
0: Everybody
1: was masking it up pretty good, you know. So it's become it's normal real. now. And the more you go up north, the worse it gets. Cause Jersey and New York, well they serious. They serious for real You can walk around here In the DMV a little bit A little, a little lucrative A little bit But up there Up north psh, You better be on your way Somewhere to do something And come home They ain't playing that Schools are closed Nurses are closed Everything is just closed You name it So Just be careful Because uh, up north Is serious Anyway
2: Alright Well My last word is I want to give a very special, heartfelt shout-out to the publisher of Knowledge Power Books out in California. She lost her husband as a result of coronavirus. He passed away Mm -hmm. yesterday. They were together for like 55 years. They had been together. And I'm just so sad when I found that out. It just really... I mean, not that this whole thing wasn't real, but it brought it, it put a face on it for me. And mm-hmm. I just, I, my heart goes out to her, and uh, I wish her and her family Godspeed. And I just want everybody to take this thing serious, because this thing is taking no hostages. It's mm-hmm. just taking folk out. And I just want everybody to just, you know, protect yourself. Stay away from crowds, wash your hands, clean everything, and, you know, do what you got to do to protect yourself because life will go on. But it will go on a lot smoother if we do what we need to do to help slow this thing down and bring it to a slow grind. And that's my last word.
3: Okay. Um, My last word is... Um for the folks that are on the front line, the firefighters, police, nurses, doctors. What can we say? Just thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, There's a lot of people going away from here because of this thing. So, Like Red Wine said, this is serious and we need to take it serious. So we just need to protect ourselves, wash our hands on a regular basis, just keep ourselves clean and Keep our uh, immune system strong. I think that's the key thing. Um, it doesn't matter how old you are. Just keep your immune system strong. If it's sleeping properly, water, eating properly, you have to take care of yourself because nobody else is going to do it. So um, just be Amen safe and be careful. Out there. Yep, yep, yep. That's my last word.
2: All righty. Well, we want to thank you all for uh, listening to the show tonight. Shout-out to all the, uh, as as Kettle said, the medical staff. Um, and shout-out to the people that are out here delivering food, you know, oh, cause sure. they're out here on the front thank lines you. too. And yeah, they're not making you. much money, but they're out here doing their job to bring food to people who can't or don't want to go out. So shout-out to them. We appreciate you, and you all stay safe, please.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: thank you to our parent company, D.C. Homegrown, for keeping our show on the air,
3: taking care of
0: Uh-oh. They coming for you, Kevin?
3: I hope not. Nope. Well, whoever that is, they say take okay. care of them. Yeah.
2: Oh, that was an ambulance?
3: Yeah. Um, oh, good, wow. Though.
2: Okay. Mm. Okay, I thought that was the, uh, the po-po's.
3: No, uh uh-huh. I' Emily,
2: okay, all right, so yes, uh thank you d c homegrown for keeping us on the air, paying the bills, and uh everything that you do. We appreciate you, so we're gonna get up out of here, and uh, that's all we got. say goodnight, papa good night, and say good night, cattle goodnight. and good night, and good night, and Bonsoir. Hey, day Chief. Arrivederci.
1: I say, three, maybe
2: Adios. See you next oh,
0: time. Oh, boy. Initiating <laughs> shutdown sequence. Is, is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, arrivederci, sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when I say, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko, sana. I regret to announce this is the end.
3: I'm going now. Good night, and good luck. Was it as good for you
1: as it was for me?
0: Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Oh. Goodbye, now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.
1: Thank you for
0: attending our show, and good night. For the party today, grown you. no. no. Grown a day, put cool, for you will you, no clothes summer party, on a put cool, keep it real for you no clothes summer party.